0: State restrictions apply. You are listening to the EPL show FA Cup special here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP network. And finally, you can follow my Twitter account. I'm at LockBettingcom. That's at LockBettingcom. If you look at the pin tweet on that Twitter account at LockBettingcom, you will see the PL for the previous month. At the moment, you're still looking at the month of December, which features all the World Cup Futures. The handle at LockBettingcom is also the handle for the Instagram. And the TikTok account as well. Moving on with this FA Cup edition of the EPL show. Let's start initially by looking at the futures market. Where Manchester City are the front runners here at 5-2 to to lift the FA Cup. Man United are the second favourites here at 5-1. They have the most favourable draw out of the teams here in the top five in the market, they are at home to Reading. Next up, we have Liverpool at six to one, Tottenham at six to one. Liverpool have a difficult task; they travel to Brighton, who just smashed them three nil in the league. Tottenham are away to Preston, and then Arsenal out at nine to one. They travel to Manchester City in the game of the round. That will be the first game we're looking at. Outside of that, you get fourteen to one on Brighton, eighteen to one on West Ham, twenty to one on Fulham. And everybody else is 25 to 1 or bigger. It's understandable Man City are the favourites. They do have very, very good squad depth. But that wasn't enough to win them the EFL Cup this season. Because it looks like the final will be Man United versus Newcastle. So that could be the same case here. They are in a very real title race this season. They are behind Arsenal by 8 points. So... They need to really focus on that and of course we know going into every season that Man City's number one priority is the Champions League. So I would expect them to do their best to get past Arsenal. I think they'll be trying to land a psychological blow hoping that it has a knock-on effect when it comes to the league. However at the same time I believe Arsenal won't see it that way. I believe Arsenal will not put themselves in a position to have that psychological blow landed. When you're looking at the likes of Odegaard and Bakayo Saka and Thomas Partey, I don't feel that these players will take to the field. Perhaps one of them, but I do believe that Arsenal will make wholesale changes for this game and almost allow themselves to be eliminated because if you are going for the, the the FA Cup at the same time, that puts you in an awkward position in terms of the the league, in terms of the Europa League competitions that I feel that they could prioritise above the FA Cup. And I think you just don't need the extra game. The FA Cup previously has been a very important competition to Arsenal. But I just think this season, when there's a real, very real possibility that you could win the EPL, I don't think that you really want to be in the FA Cup. If you can get past Manchester City, with a heavily rotated team, if you can do it without Saka, Odegaard, Partey, Saliba, Ramsdale, all of these players that you play week in, week out, if you can do it without having to play those players, that's a phenomenal achievement and Arsenal will continue to heavily rotate here throughout this competition. But but the issue that I have is that Arsenal don't have the squad depth to do that. Um, they don't have a they don't have a squad where they can put out a team that can have a run here in the FA Cup. At this point in time, with the injury of Gabriel Jesus, you can't even afford to risk Eddie Nketiah. Now, Eddie Nketiah has been a revelation. I did not expect when Gabriel Jesus got injured for Eddie Nketiah to come in and score the amount of goals he's done, score key goals, score two goals against United last weekend. So even he's important. Everybody in that 11 is important. But at the end of the day, they have a bare 11. And I think this gives them an opportunity to rest players here. I don't think this game against Man City is important to to Arsenal, as it is to City. And therefore, I think the two Manchester clubs leading this market is the right right call. And I believe they both go marching on here past this round. The Man United game is covered exclusively over on BetMFC. So we'll start by looking a little bit deeper at this Man City-Arsenal game, where Man City are the... 10-13 Ten to thirteen favourites on the money line to win it. It's three to one on the draw, and Arsenal are the ten to three underdogs. I think I've said pretty much everything I need to say about it. I think Manchester City are definitely the play here. I think they'll be looking to land that psychological blow on Arsenal. The two teams are going to be playing very, very quickly. They have two fixtures coming up because of the cancellation before. Therefore, the the Arsenal-Man City two league games come up quite close together. So, Manchester City have the opportunity to pick up momentum here and then to carry that through to the league games as well. If you're looking for a side play, I do think this could be a high-scoring encounter. Man City have scored 12 goals across the last four head-to-head encounters with Arsenal. But at the same time... It's difficult for me to see Man City keeping a clean sheet here, especially because Arsenal will still continue to play front foot football, even if they do rest six or seven players here, which I expect them to do. They're still going to play on the front foot here against Arsenal, and Man City have failed to keep a clean sheet in four of their last six home games. But the key stats here is how dominant Manchester City have been over Arsenal over the years. Man City have won at their last five meetings with Arsenal, and... It would not surprise me at all if that becomes the last eight meetings come the end of this season for Manchester City to win this game, to win at the Emirates and to win at the Etihad as well and close that gap, which currently sits at at five points. But Arsenal have a game in hand. So we, we say it's eight because Arsenal have been so consistent so far this season. In my mind, Manchester City need to make up eight points in the league. But I think they'll make a start here, despite the fact it's a different competition. I think knocking Arsenal out is a big psychological blow, unless the team that Arsenal field here is unrecognisable from the first 11 in the EPL. I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't think this is going to be full on concession where you see 11 changes, because obviously if that's the case and people like Odegaard and, and Saka and whatnot don't even travel or they're just there to, to watch the game and they're not in the squad, that doesn't really hit in the same way. But if they're in the squad, if they're on the bench, whether they're on the field of play or whether they're watching as a bench player who could potentially come on, this will be a blow. This will be a chance to deliver a message. And as you know, Manchester City are very solid at home and Manchester City do hold a very, very strong record against Arsenal. And I reiterate, it would not surprise me at all if they end up um, with eight wins in a row come the end of the three fixtures that Manchester City and Arsenal need to play over the next few months. Before we move on to the games on Saturday and Sunday, let me take a quick time out to tell you guys about Winbet. Winbet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Winbet is active in a bunch of states, And there are a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. The NFL playoffs are here and over at WinBet. You can get great promos, odds and payouts and they are happening right now. So if you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long-shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Now, the offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in a state where play for a winbet is available. If you or someone that you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Moving on with the rest of the games. Don't forget, this is a selection of games that I've chosen to cover. So it's kind of like getting a bunch of premium picks. Therefore, it's worth bearing that in mind. Everything I'm talking about here, I consider worth betting on. I'm not just covering every game blindly here for round four. This is a selection and a hand-picked selection as well, meaning that every single game I'm talking about here. Is definitely worth at least a sprinkle. So we move on to the game here between Walsall and Leicester City. Well, Leicester are the two to five favourites here away from home. It's 15 to four on the draw, and it's 15 to two here on Walsall. I think Leicester are in need of a decent cut run. I think that will restore some confidence. I think the supporters have had a very, very rough season at Leicester. And I expect Leicester to oblige here, at least in this round. I think they'll get through this game against Walsall. And I think they'll get through without conceding a goal. I think Leicester to nil is appealing at big plus money, 13 to 10. But a safer way to bet this would be to take Leicester and the under four and a half goals here, which is available for you at a price of eight to 11. Leicester have won 11 of the last 13 FA Cup ties. And eight of them have been won without conceding a goal. Meanwhile, Walsall have lost three of their last four home FA Cup games and are without a few first-team players here coming into this game. So this does represent a good opportunity for Leicester to, to build on improved performance against Brighton last weekend. They have kept eight clean sheets in their last 13 FA Cup tyres as well. And I think Walsall will struggle to bridge a gap here if Leicester are at, um, are, are at their best. And therefore Leicester and the under four and a half goals is the way I want to approach this game here. Up next we move on to the game between Fulham and Sunderland. Where Fulham are the one or two favourites. It's 10-3 to three on the draw. And it's 21-4 to four here on Fulham. I considered adding the over one and a half goals here to this one. Fulham and over one and a half goals team total at a price of four to six. But I'm actually confident that I could take Fulham and the over two and a half, giving us the price, the price money price of 11 to 10. I just feel there'll be goals in this game. And uh, I feel Fulham will be scoring a vast majority of them. Fulham have a good chance of getting themselves to a, at least an FA Cup semi-final here. I think if the draw opens up for them and the fact that they are so difficult to play at home with the wins they've had this season against the likes of Chelsea, uh, that draw against Liverpool, losing that right of the death against Man United, only losing 1-0 to Tottenham as well, um, they can be very competitive at home. So if they get a nice, nice bunch of uh, games at home through the draw, then they could find themselves potentially in a semi-final in this FA Cup, a trip to Wembley. I think that would be a realistic target for Fulham and I definitely think they'll be able to get past this game against Sunderland, although I do think this will be a game that does contain goals. Fulham have won five of the last seven matches in all competitions, but both teams to score has been a winning selection in each of the last five head-to-head meetings at Craven Cottage. Also, both teams have scored in each of Sunderland's last five away matches. Now, I'm not going to take the both teams to score. I'm going to take over two and a half goals along with Fulham on the money line because this allows us to to cash if Fulham just end up slaughtering this team. Of course, Sunderland have playoff aspirations, so we may see some rotation from them. and We may see some rotation from Fulham, but there's absolutely no need. They're not in a relegation scrap. Uh, They have an outside chance of finishing the European places, but the FA Cup does give you a realistic chance of of having a good cup run and giving your fans a trip to Wembley. And who knows, maybe even two trips to Wembley. It's not, it's not unforeseeable that Fulham could be in an FA Cup final. I don't think they will be, but I do think they are a dark horse to reach a semi. They brushed past Championship side in the last round against Hull, um, Marco Silva actually named quite a few regular starters in that game And I think they'll go with a strong side here And I think they'll try and secure their passage to round five So my selection here for this game would be for Fulham to win With the over two and a half goals tacked on And as I said that makes it a plus money selection At a price of 11 to 10 Up next we look at a six o'clock kickoff on Saturday uh, Which is, um we'll do the maths here 1pm Eastern time where Preston North End hosts Tottenham, and Preston are the 8-1 to underdogs here. It's 17-4 on the draw, and Tottenham are the 2-7 favourites. This is unbelievably short on Tottenham, and this does not interest me at all, not even as a parlay piece. In fact, my play for this game would be to take Preston plus 1.5 goals. Now, this is an even money plus 100 selection. And all you need here is for Preston to not lose by two goals or more. So this cashes if Tottenham win the game, but if Tottenham only win by one goal. Also, obviously, cashes if Preston win or if the game is a draw. And this is going to be a difficult game for Tottenham because, first and foremost, I see Preston scoring. No visit inside has stopped Preston from getting on a score sheet in the FA Cup on their own turf since 2013-2014. So in nine years, in all FA Cup ties, in Preston, no one has stopped Preston scoring. Um, they've also lost with both teams scoring in each of their last three competitive games against top-flight opposition. So when they get drawn against top-flight opposition, this Preston team competes. Um, This could be a game that has goals. There have been over two and a half goals in Preston's last three matches. And Tottenham's last two wins only came via single goal margins as well. So I expect a tight game here. I expect the Preston fans to be right behind them. Difficult trip for Tottenham here. It's against a championship team. Preston are an improving side. And I think they can avoid an embarrassing loss. Not that a two goal defeat would be embarrassing. But I just don't think at any point this is going to be convincing from Tottenham. I understand that they got themselves a little win against Fulham and and now they may feel like they're back on track but it's a difficult task and I just don't see them winning it convincingly I also see Antonio Conte perhaps rotating some players um, which will make things even more difficult obviously you'll have your weapons on the bench to bring them on if you're in a difficult situation or it looks like you're going towards a much unwanted replay at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium so I think Tottenham will be able to pull it out but um, I don't think they're going to beat this team by two goals or more. So Preston plus 1.5 is my selection here. And we take that at the price of even money plus 100. We move on to our final game here on Sunday where Brighton are hosting Liverpool. And they've got Brighton as the underdogs here. They're the 9-5 to underdogs off the back of smashing Liverpool 3-0 a few weeks ago. And drawing 3-3 Anfield. It's 13-5 on the draw and it's 6-4 here on Liverpool. Well, first and foremost, Brighton are very, very live here as underdogs. The FA Cup actually represents Liverpool's best chance of a trophy. But as a manager, I can see Jurgen Klopp prioritising um, finishing in the top four and certainly prioritising the Champions League. A competition that has been good to Liverpool in recent years. I mean, he even said when they lost that game against Real Madrid, he put himself in an awkward position where he said, book your book your um, flight to the uh, Champions League final next season. Obviously, it was a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but um, in the modern day, people will bring that up. There will be, obviously, some banter and trolling on Twitter if um, Liverpool do fail to get there. So, this, for me, is a very, very difficult task. I see Liverpool being the team who are more likely to rotate. Brighton are absolutely dialled in at the moment. No losses in four. I think that they are definitely a live dog, and it's worth taking Brighton on the money line for a sprinkle. The main play though here has to be for over two and a half goals. Last time we made the mistake of of taking both teams to score, it wasn't really a mistake once Brighton got on the score sheet you felt confident about the selection that Liverpool would be able to find a net and cash your play for you. But um, but they didn't. Liverpool weren't able to contribute a goal. Over two and a half goals was the right side. And I'm not going to make that mistake again this time. Despite the fact both teams have scored in five of the last six games involving Brighton. one The one game it didn't was against Liverpool. But six of their last six have seen over two and a half goals. And over two and a half goals was also cashed in eight of Liverpool's last 10 games. So I definitely think that's the way to go in this game. Obviously, when you have that kind of statistical data and you have a team like Brighton managed by Deserby, you're not going to be getting an incredible price on the selection. But I think four to six minus 150, given that data and given these two teams, actually does offer up some decent value here for this game. So that's what we're going to go with over two and a half goals for this game between Brighton and Liverpool and an outside lean on Brighton being able to knock Liverpool out of the FA Cup here. The price for Brighton to qualify is actually 6-5 to plus 120. That gives you Brighton not only in this first game, but also in the second leg as well. Now, as I said, it's an unwanted game for Liverpool, especially. And um, you could see them rotating heavily for that game. That's what they did against Wolves and were able to get through. But I don't think the, the tie is necessarily dead for Brighton if they end up drawing this game and having a replay. I still think they're a live dog at Liverpool as well. So it's well worth looking at Brighton as a 6-5 to underdog to qualify here from this tie. But my main pick, as I said... Uh, over two and a half goals available at four to six minus 150. There. Incredible value given the style of play of the two teams, particularly the Derby as the Brighton manager and the statistical data to support it as well. Closing out with your lock on the show. The last game we just discussed was very, very tempting. That may show up over at lockbetting.com on the official cards. But the lock I'm going to have to go for is Manchester City on the money line here against Arsenal. Obviously, this isn't a stats-based play. The only stat that we'd be riding here is the fact that Manchester City have beaten Arsenal in the last four games. So they're going for six in a row here. And if they get number seven and eight in the league this season, I believe Manchester City will be champions. But what I believe here is that this is an opportunity to land a psychological blow for the title race. I believe Manchester City will be strong. And even if Manchester City rotate four or five players they will still be strong enough to beat Arsenal. They have the strongest squad in the EPL, if not the strongest squad in the world. Just look at the players that they can bring in. Julian Alvarez, a World Cup winner, is not even anywhere near Manchester City's first team. The same cannot be said about Arsenal. If they do make four or five changes here, it significantly weakens them. And I think Manchester City, at the price of 10 to 13, offers you some great value here for this lock. That's it for me and this FA Cup fourth round special. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.